most of the conversations we have are in our own heads. That's where we converse the most. Out of everyone else in the world, we speak to ourselves the most. Hopefully we should do anyway. We want to make that environment, we want to make that place in your head the nicest environment it can possibly be. And that perspective I give to people, you know, that, that appreciation for life, their appreciation for breathing, appreciation for the fact they can go out and move, that's a big thing that I try to encourage my clients to do is rather than focusing on what your body can't do, right now, maybe focus on the things it can do. What are the things it's giving you that you maybe just brush over? Because it's very easy for people to do that. People just gloss over everything they do have currently in order to try and chase the things they don't have. And I think it's very important that we appreciate what we've got. That helps massively when it comes to people's mental health. Attack lights, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. A couple months ago, Ben Mudge was on the show. In fact, we had the pleasure of meeting him in person when he came to speak here in the Lehigh Valley for a cystic fibrosis fundraiser. He and his wife were a pleasure to meet. He's back in Ireland now, and he's back on the show today. And what we're going to talk about ties in perfectly to the KYW, the Kickstart Your Week episode that just came out on Monday, where the quote from Marcus Aurelius was, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. You'll see what I mean in just a bit. In the meantime, Ben, it's so good to have you join us again. Thanks, man. Yeah, Thank ben. you very much for having me, guys. As we were ending out the first episode, you talked about the mental illness, especially in men. It surrounds us. It's all over the place, not just mm-hmm. men, but mostly men. And you were making some comments about it, and I'd like to hear what you have to say. Yeah, so mental health, from, as a coach, that's my number one priority. Um, I tell us to every single person I work with, you know, my number one priority for you is your mental health. Now, I'm not a psychologist or anything like that, but I know that the steps that you need to take to better your health need to come from the top down. In other words, your, your mind, because mm-hmm. I know people who look – like they are the epitome of health. I've met so many of them in, in the industry. I've been, I've been a coach for 12 years. So I've been, I've been in it for a long time. And I've seen these people who on the outside, they look fantastic. They, you look like, well, how could you have any issues? How could you have any problems? You look like you've been chiseled out of marble. It's incredible. But their mental health is shot. Yeah. yeah, it's a mess. The way they have to eat, the way I have to speak to people, they're personalities are all over the place and I just think what's the at what cost so for me it's so important to prioritize the mental health first because the example I use is you know you wake up in the morning and you're typically in a, in a good mood you've had a good sleep you've rested well you're you're proud of the day before that's a big big part of it you're proud of the decisions you made yesterday because that affects you today you look at yourself in the mirror and again, it, there's there's no problem with looking, you know, there's no, everyone's always concerned about, oh, it's vanity, it's vanity. No, there's nothing wrong with being proud of how you look. If anything, more, more people would be happier if they were more proud of how they looked. And, and you get that pride from working for it. You don't just get it. But you look in yourself in the mirror and if you're in a good place mentally, you'll look at yourself and you're like, you know what? I'm maybe not where I want to be, but look how far I've come. Look at how much I've improved. I'm standing straighter. I've got more energy now when I wake up. You know, I may have a little bit of a body fat around here that I would like to get rid of, but look, I'm in that process already. Then you flip this round and they, nothing's changed in terms of your physical, like actual physical composition. So nothing's changed, but you wake up and you've had a bad day. Suddenly now the way you speak to yourself is totally different. You're going to look at yourself, you're going to grab the bits you don't like, and you're going to talk terribly to yourself. And the thing I always say to my clients is, if you had to speak out every thought you had about yourself in front of your family and the people who loved you, would you be confident to say those things that you're saying about yourself? Probably not. 
you'd probably be horrified to hear that the way you spoke about yourself. So the way I see this is most of the conversations we have are in our own heads. That's where we converse the most. Out of everyone else in the world, we speak to ourselves the most. Hopefully we should do anyway. But we want to make that environment. We want to make that place in your head the nicest environment it can possibly be. And that's the biggest priority for me. Is And again, that comes from my view of life that I understand is quite unique because, you know, my friends didn't have to think about the fact that they might die when they're 40 or that they might, how were they going to die? You know, I've seen the reality of cystic fibrosis many, many times. And there's actually one story that I tell people that kind of, this was the, the big turning point in my life at such an important age as well. I was 21. I was in hospital for three weeks with a chest infection, one of only two times I've ever been actually hospitalized, which again, I'm very appreciative of. And uh, there, there was this noise that kept happening while I was in the ward. And we all had separate rooms, obviously, for to prevent cross-infection with cystic fibrosis. And uh, there was this noise and it kept going off at very random times. I was like, that's a really odd noise, like a machine. It sounded like a machine. No, no sequence to it, no pattern whatsoever. Anyway, the next day I woke up and I was about to, the nurse was doing her rounds and the door was open to the room just across from me, like kind of diagonally across. And the noise was much louder. I was like, oh, whoa, okay. So it's it's from that room. He must have a, the person in that room must have a piece of equipment or something. Turns out it was actually the, the young man coughing that was making this noise that I didn't think a human could make. It yeah. just sounded inhuman yeah. and i looked over the th- i just caught a glimpse of him and the image is burnt into my head um he was frail his head was much bigger than the rest of his body like he was just so skinny and so emaciated he just looked exhausted and it was first thing in the morning it was like 10 o'clock he just looked not human and it scared me it genuinely scared me um just seeing him and then the nurse closed his door and came over to me and I said, I, I was telling her about the noise I heard and then I realized it was him. And I said, you know, do you mind how old is he? And she said, I'm not allowed to tell you, but if you walk past the door slowly enough, you can see his date of birth in the door, you know, with all the notes and stuff for us. And I was like, okay. And I walked past and he was only three years older than me. He was about 24, 25. And that was the glimpse into the future for me yeah. that most people don't get. Most people go, oh, well, that problem's not happening. It's, it's so far off. Like I could, but no, you know, you speak to someone who's overweight. You're like, well, this is going to cause you so many issues down the line, but it's so hard for them to see down the line. Mm-hmm. They don't ever really take the necessary actions. Whereas I saw very clearly a potential reality for me, and it scared me to my core. And it was at a very important time, 21, typically when a young man is kind of deciding who he's going to be and you know, realizing they're not invincible. Um, you know, a lot of young men do think that. And that was a big part of me. So that perspective on life, that gave me a real, you know, kick in the ass as such in terms of, right, I don't, I can't afford an option B, an option C, an option D. It's option A or nothing else. I bricked off mentally. I bricked off everything else that, you know, would have allowed me to slip past anything other than option A. And that perspective I give to people, you know, that, that appreciation for life, their appreciation for breathing, appreciation for the fact they can go out and move. That's a big thing that I try to encourage my clients to do is rather than focusing on what your body can't do right now, maybe focus on the things it can do. What are the things it's giving you that you maybe just brush over? Because it's very easy for people to do that. People just gloss over everything they do have currently in order to try and chase the things they don't have. And I think it's very important that we appreciate what we've got. That helps massively when it comes to people's mental health. 
And that's one of the greatest things I love about my job is, is conversing with my clients and just chatting to them and getting to know them and understand their reasonings to why they're trying to do what they're trying to do. And sometimes we have to strip it back and actually discover the real reason why they're doing what they're doing. And that's where the fun begins for me, because then we can plot out a path for them that is not only going to benefit them physically, but mentally as well. Yeah. And so often we talk about universal principles, but in the martial arts, we teach, you know, self-defense. And there are those people when attacked will either freeze, either Mm -hmm. flee or fight. And when we say fight, yes, it sounds like there's the physical connotation of being all tough, but basically it starts on the inside out, as you said, the top down, that fight is in your mind and yes you are a tough man but really it comes from a soft source it comes from love i'm hearing love in your voice i'm hearing gratitude i'm hearing appreciation for everything anything and everything in life for what you do have for what you might not have for what you Mm -hmm. could have and then therefore decisions are based off of all of that. And it sounds weird to say, of course, after hearing that story, but what a blessing, at least in your life, to have that experience. And now you can share that experience with others and maybe help them become fighters as well. And I'm not talking Mm -hmm. about CF, just fighters in life. Well, you know, yeah, but you know, it's like the old saying is, wisdom is wasted on the youth. I've heard it many times, you know, and I see it. You know, I see a lot of young kids and they're just wasting it, man. They're just, they're just, they don't get it. Right. So yeah, here I am, I'm 67, but at 35, I encountered cancer. I went through chemotherapy and we used to sit in a room and for eight hours I would have chemo, but I'd look around the room and I had the same experience then exactly the same experience that you did. Now I was, you know, 35, I was, you know, pretty, pretty good. It was in the martial arts, but I never had the experience like that before. Like what you're mentioning. I saw other people coming in worse shape than me. And I didn't know if I was going to see Chris again, Harry again. We'd talk in this room and the TV would be on and we'd sit there talking and and they eventually would leave. And then eventually I left and I never knew if I was going to see him again. It's a moment in time where you freeze that moment and you say, man, thank God for life. I I just want it so bad. I want my family. I want my happiness. And I'm going to pursue it with everything I got. And you know what? At 35, I think I aged 30 years. I got 30 yeah. years ahead of the rest of them. I was wiser, smarter, more knowledgeable about the moment in time. And I'll never forget that because each moment to me is 100% value. I don't waste it. Never will. And I remember I remember praying about it. I said, God, you give me another day. I will never waste that day in my life. I will make it worthwhile. And I have. Yeah. I looked up at the sky and I thought, man, it's so beautiful out here. I just want to do the dance. So, yeah. And you know what else you do? You become totally you. You're not going home at night and saying, man, I said some. You're just you. You're 100% yeah. purely you. That's what makes you special. Yeah. It's, it's a, you're right. Like it is. A, it's, you know, whilst it's someone else's suffering to me, and I'll always, I'll always think of that. You know, I, I, I would love to take away that guy's mm-hmm. pain and suffering and what he was going through. And unfortunately, I, I, I highly doubt he's still around. Um, that was over. Over ten years ago, twelve years ago now, yeah. um, but it taught me a lesson, and and you know it's th- you know I've worked with people of all ages, and th- it's a, it's a thing that you know they they've said to me, and it is I've got wisdom far beyond 
what I should have at this point in my life. But I was like, well, you know what? Life's taken other things from me. And I'll, I'll be happy enough to take some wisdom if, I'm, if anything's yeah, getting jumped out. Yeah. I'll take some some of that. But yeah, it's it's just it, people don't realize, you know, what they've got until it's gone. Oh, yeah. I saw, okay, well, what's the reality of what it's going to be like when it is gone? Okay, I want to avoid that at all costs. Right. I'm not one of these people who will wait for the train, be standing on the train tracks, see the train coming down the tracks and being like, all right, I'll jump off when it gets a little closer. I'm like, no, I'm jumping off now. Yeah. I'm getting away. For, like I am stepping on. And that's the same with my mental health as well. You know, I'm very open about, you know, my struggles and my, um, you know, what's going on with me. And I'm just, I just try and be as realistic as I possibly can, especially in a world where, you know, social media, as we've discussed, it can be, it can be horrendous, you know, horrendously damaging to people's mental health. But yeah. I think that's all down to the people who are making it. You know, I try to be as realistic. I don't use filters. I don't, you know, try and edit myself in any way. I don't either. I, I agree I, with you. 100%. Yeah, it's just I want to be as authentic as I can. And that's one of the things that attracts clients to me is that they're just, you seem like a real dude. You look the way you look and you've got all the things you're dealing with, but you're just a normal person. I was like, yeah, because I am. Everyone's got their own battles. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can tell in five seconds, you know, when I'm in front of a person, um, if he's there totally 100% or if he's just, yeah. his eyes are all over the place and he's just ready <laughs> to go into the next moment, you know, and I, I, you know, that's something that I've learned to do too, is that in this conversation we're having right now, I'm 100% there. So are you. And so mm -hmm. is Steve. And I just hope yeah. that people that are listening to the show pick up the same value that we do hearing it. it you can't just hear the words, man. You got to take them in and live them. I mean, we just, we just yeah. pound this thing every week. Every week we're talking about attack life, not others. And, you know, we're jumping in out of our skin. And we people like you on the show to try to make a point, make a point, make a point. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I'm going to change my life. Well, no, you didn't. You didn't yeah. change your life. Maybe you should just listen a little harder. And then you have yeah. somebody like you that goes through the daily experience of being, you know, into that scenario or situation, including me years ago. Then you get it. I mean, then you really get it and you never look back after that. And that's the thing that to me is very important to get across is the fact that we're not, to me anyway, I don't win every fight. That's, that's what's so important to me to get across is that just because I am a fighter, air quotes, fighter, yeah. doesn't mean I win every fight, but I will at least turn up. I will show up and I will give it my best shot because you can't win every fight in life. And I think that's the, that's the reason why people don't embrace this, this mindset is because they think it's either 100% or nothing. Right. Sure. All or nothing. And I, I try to get that out of my, the clients I work with and the people I, I spend my time around as well. Like, can we not agree that 20% is better than zero? Yeah. That 60% is better than zero. That 1% is better than zero. It's just, I think people have set these expectations up for themselves that are so high and so unattainable that they don't even try. Exactly. People like yourself and I, that you know, people, you know, all of us that are, are, have that fighter mindset, we don't win every fight, but we just don't go down. Well, not to bet you go down. I, we get up pretty damn quickly. Yeah, you bet. I think you'd agree that we learn the most from the fights we Lost. quote unquote lose. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's yeah. all about at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, again, it, it, it's been um, today, uh, obviously, Sunday in Ireland and Sunday in the United States. And, and I, I just get, get a chance to, after this, going to go home and mow some grass and, and do some things outside in the beautiful sun because it is sunny yep. today. And just think about our conversation. Trust me, it will reverberate in my brain and it will transfer to my students. And it makes me better to listen to you. And I appreciate it. 
and to you as well. As I said, it's just what we were talking about. You want to surround yourself with people who give you energy and these type of conversations, <laughs> they, they give me, they charge up my battery very, very nicely. Yeah. So thank you. Well, thanks I love again, how you said man. charge a battery because that's how I feel right now, Ben. Thanks Good. to you. Yeah. What an thank honor to connect much. with you again. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much to you guys as well. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. For more on our way of life through the martial arts, subscribe to our podcast. AttackLifeNotOthers.com This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Creation, creation. SteveMittmanSocialMedia.com